Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You You Are Are That. Two sisters who can't take a compliment. Hey, Bonnie. Hi. Hey, so um, you look a little more tired than normal. What's going on? What's new? Um, What have you been doing? I'm a little more tired than normal. Yeah. Were you lifting heavy things and putting them down? I was over and over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I had some great help. Thank yeah. you for that. Oh, hey, you're um, welcome. <laughs> moved again. Again. For the final time in a while. Yeah. Um, I, after much searching, I don't know how many of you out there are renters Oof. or looking for a home to buy because it's, it's right a now. tight market in Portland. Things get swooped up before you even had a chance to contact the leasing agent. So we have been through highs and lows of finding what we were looking for and i found my perfect little dream house it is so cute you guys it's beautiful it's everything i wanted in a house yeah it hit the whole checklist and then we got it and then our property management company is like just angels that's crazy they're so cool down to earth we talked about ghosts while signing our lease like that's amazing yeah wait hang on our people not ghost in your house, correct? No. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. maybe because be we're cool? thinking, we're like, how did this gem not get swooped up? Ooh. Maybe it's haunted. Um, awesome. And I said, what if it's haunted? And my boyfriend said, it will be our ghost together, Aww. which is so sweet. And then the ghost will say, can I keep you? Oh, that'd be my awesome. Heart I know. Okay, so what's your favorite part of your new house? I have a favorite part of your new house, too. Ooh. But what's yours? <laughs> I love that you do. <laughs> I do. Um, the light is same. Light, light, light. Is oh it the same? Oh, my God. Okay. She has skylights everywhere, Skylights and the weird little so, dome tube lights that come down like from the roof. Holes. They're portholes for the sky. They're and so even cool. when the lights are all turned off, all the rooms, like, are lit up. It is so cool. She it's could really have houseplants in every room. I'm a I little know. bit of a houseplant psycho, so. And I kill them. So. Right. So I, of course, gifted her a houseplant because that's what you do. <laughs> I yeah. watered it. I remembered. I'm very excited. It looked sad. And I was like, why do you look sad, plant? And so then it didn't talk. Water. And I was like, fucking dick. And I touched its soil. And I was like, ugh. You're so dry. You're greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need so much. The light is amazing. And then I have a huge workspace for a two-car garage with a sink, a so workbench, cool. built-in shelves, all the things. So as soon as we finally got all organized and out of boxes... I'm going to start making some big old things. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy. I've been so tired. I know. You've been apartment floating for so many years. This is so good. It feels so much more structured. It's nice to move into a house that is 
a house with a yard Mm -hmm. that also isn't dilapidated and falling apart around me. Or one foot from the house next door because all the, you know, McMansions are popping up real fast. Yeah. This is like has an airway. A good house. It's real good. Big yard, quiet neighborhood, nice neighbors. So good. Um, Our neighbors have a fountain. So when I just sit there and listen to their fountain, their big ass fountain in their backyard, it's like a. It's like a pool, like a resort fountain almost. Does it make you have to pee? No. It just oh. makes me feel like I'm next to a creek, Aww. which I'm into. That's nice. Yeah. So every day coming home, it commutes a little bit longer, but every day coming home, it's that breath of like, ah, oh, this is oh, my house. That makes my heart yeah. so happy. It I just got goosebumps. And I live closer to you. I know. She's six minutes away, you I guys. It's so cool. It's fun. Oh, I love it. Well, congratulations. I love Thank your news. Thank you. Um, and that's our time. That's actually perfect. <laughs> <laughs> On with the show. Ron Lynch. Ron Lynch. Ron Lynch. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this afternoon. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. California. The pleasure is all ours. Um, we know Ron because I had the joy of cooking him breakfast. And <laughs> Just leave it at that. sounds <laughs> real skeezy, but no. Uh, at a comedy festival at the Oregon Coast, fed chickens together and had a great time. It was hands down one of the best comedy festivals, and our friendship coming from it is probably the best gift oh, of the yeah. whole weekend. Yeah, and you cook for uh, many comics and many, many people. I did, but I enjoyed cooking for you most because yeah. yours was made to order, and then we got to feed <laughs> all the scraps <laughs> of the chickens and hang Don't touch Ron's bacon. He's not awake yet. Hilarious. I was like, let me turn on Kesha and wake him up. Oh, that's right. Let me, let me blast this music through the floor so that's he gets right. up for his bake. That's right. I would get up late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. It was great. It was a pretty good arrangement. I like that. Oh, yeah. It was. So I realized that all my post-high school stony nights after work watching home movies, I was like, I knew I knew him. You played. It's funny because you play Ron's and Mr. Lynch's. Right. That's true. Things, and I never played- asked for that. No. <laughs> really? They just <laughs> they write just you in that you. way? Yeah. And then my name, I guess. Wow. But, um, yeah. Well, that company, which came out of Dr. Katz, I mm-hmm. did that. And then any cartoon I did for them, they would always call me Ron Lynch for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> mostly, I like it. And you're searchable in Mostly so many Mr. Ways. Lynch. And then mm-hmm. Brendan, who was also on the show, as a joke oh my God. for me. But then that becomes the name. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, that becomes the name. So I loved that show so much. And I have a, I'm a picky jerk. I have a weird thing about shaky cartoons. Like as mm-hmm. a child, like Rugrats. Uh-huh. My little brothers watch Rugrats. And I was so mad because it's like shaky and a little dirty in the animation. It's like a rugged. And as an artist and someone who drew, I was like, just why do they make it so shaky? I feel like it's harder to make a shaky animation. You, know, right. you have to change the lines way more. And then home movies, I was like, it's just so funny. I don't care that it's shaky with weird <laughs> yeah. mitt hands. It started and, out that way. And then, yeah. then it stopped. But yeah. They cleaned it up. Yeah. It was just such a classic, sarcastic, almost monotone drop huh. humor that I was like, this seems so adult. Right. Like it's, it <laughs> right. was one of the right. first cartoons for adults. And it was I different. Watched. It was a different thing to do. Yeah. How many cartoons have you done? Oh, several. I don't know. How many, how many Probably Ron characters more than, are more out there? More than 10. <laughs> more than nice. 10. And then currently, 
you're a voice on Bob's Burgers, right. which is funny because a lot of the scenes that you're in, your character doesn't speak. No, I don't say too much. I usually say, um, hi, Bob. And then my friend gets mad at me. And my yeah. friend, my boss, the other food inspector with me. Yeah, he flips out on you. And I'm called Ron on that show, too. Yeah. No, I don't think I have a last name. You're Ron the health inspector. Right. Yeah, that's another good. They've had me on a couple of times as me without being with him. Uh, been a while. It's pretty funny. If Did- only I was a regular on that cartoon, yeah, I would have a house. <laughs> that overlooks some hill somewhere? Yeah, know. maybe. Do you have any cartoon ones where you play more than one voice? Or are you always reoccurring character on different shows? I did a couple of things on Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. I did uh, um, yeah. several voices, I think. I was mostly known as the Pig. Or Mr. Pig, I think, eventually. Mr. Pig. I think Mr. Pig was the update to the name. I love Adventure Time, too. too. You're on all of my favorite. Yeah. I'm kind of a stickler for the type of animations I watch. And like Adult Swim stuff mm-hmm. that's very serious or detective y or uh-huh. sci fi. I'm like, well, I'm not really feeling it. But there's specific ones and like Adventure Time. When that first came out, it was just a YouTube video, just one video over and over. And I used to run around and yell mathematical because I thought <laughs> oh it was so God. funny. And then it got turned into a series and I was like, all of my favorite things are becoming bigger and longer forever. There's like 85 characters on yeah. that show. That's crazy. And I didn't know until like the last season that they made sense. They follow each other. <laughs> yeah. They follow each other and they, they overlap things and everything is a truth. You know, mm-hmm. everything is a story throughout the whole thing. The characters have great names, too. We've had numerous chickens named after Adventure Time characters. Because <laughs> we had uh, Princess Raina Corn and a Lumpy Space Princess. and uh-huh. yeah, They're weird things. If I was doing voice acting, that was on like my checklist growing up. Meanwhile, Can I don't audition for things. I don't. It's not something I'm actually trying to do. Dreams I was have like, to just you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> I want to be a voice of a cartoon. But Adventure Time, just like being a piece of candy that was like, oh, that's my whole line. I'm like, I've been on Adventure Time. What are you? I'm a sexy piece of candy. Yeah, I'm a a piece of candy with cleavage. (laughs) Like that show is so weird. You could do it. Your name would be Sweet Boobs. Thank you. One of the oddest characters, though, I've done is uh, I play the narwhal dad kind of on um, <laughs> Star and the Forces of Evil. Oh, my well, gosh. I, mean, I play a uh, like a sailor type, it's like this guy, you know. And um, I think that's the basic voice for him. It's a very, very absurd cartoon for kids. Yeah. For young kids, and it's just so crazy. The narwhal lives within the magic wand that the main character has. Holy that crap. That she uses to get evil, you know. But we, li- a bunch of us live in the wand. Most, it's me that's and like the Borax shit where everything's in like a little tiny thing. Yeah, it's wild. Cartoons are so weird. Do you research, like if it's a brand new cartoon, do you audition for these or do you have like friends that are like, hey, we're working on a weird project. Everything led to something else. So a lot of people go, hey, you're in voiceover. How do I get into that? I go, well, by accident, like me. Yeah, right. But not really See? by accident. I mean, one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. Like on Bob's Burgers, they're kind of stuck on the voice I do. I can, I have. Yes. And don't think I can do anything else kind of a little bit. So oh. other cartoons who don't know me that well throw other voices at me, which is great. Yeah. You know? If it's an existing cartoon, do you try to like research it, watch some of it, kind of wrap your mind around the actual theme of it and then find that some are just so weird that you're like, I can roll in and say anything I want however I want. Kind of. I mean, yes and no, but I don't, if I know what I'm going to play ahead of time and I don't know much about the cartoon, I might do that. But the director is always the person that lets you know mm-hmm. whether you're doing the right thing or not. 
And yeah. um, a good director in a in a voiceover thing, the director who in the booth is the most important guy there for me anyway. And if it's a good director, I do great. Mm-hmm. Um, they only have to give me a couple of hints, you know, to what they want. And they're they're really they're, that that person is very important to the recording because also they can go, uh, no, Ron, that's not going to work at all. You have to change your you have to change your gears, you know. But that's that's kind of rare. Yeah. Because usually if I get hired, I get hired for this. Yeah. Voice. And they know you already know what you're doing within the vein that they want you yeah, for. Yeah, 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 kind of. So yeah. they're like, listen, we know you. We're typecasting because we need you as you, as Ron, in this cartoon. I like and it. we're going to name the character Ron. I love right. it. I well, love if there's lot. ever a casting for a sexy piece of candy, I think you know who um, to call. Just let me know. I can do remote work. <laughs> or a hollow robot. Uh, oh, God. I meant it. It would just be weird. It would just be a weird thing to That'd have. That'd be so fun. Yeah. To be a, a vo- I would like to be a voice person where nobody knew that that's what I did. They'd be like, oh, I love that show. I'd be like, yeah, me too. I'm just, I would never say anything. I'd be like, that's hilarious. That happens. I'm the voice of a pig. I've had home, home movies come up, uh, and they'll talk about that being a, one of their favorite cartoons. And, and, and like, I'll go, <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. Do you, do you like Mr. Lynch on that show? Mr. Lynch, wait a minute. And then they really, <laughs> they really, that's my name. Then they go, wait, that's you. You're like, yeah. Like, yeah. no, that's my brother, but they based it off of me. <laughs> You're like, no, that show's terrible. That would be crazy. <laughs> I, I have a weird ear for like voiceover. <laughs> no, they're pink right now because I just recolored my hair. So <laughs> apologies for my Kool-Aid face. But um, I have a weird ear and I like to play games with myself. Um, if it's a commercial where the person isn't in it, it's just the voice and it's like a bank card or a car or, or the Reese's know, peanut butter cup commercial. Boniva. Like Seth Rogen. Uh-huh. Yes. So I, if I have my eyes turned away from the imagery and I'm not distracted by, you know, the field they're showing us, I get so distracted and I'll be like, Tina Fey, Michael Sarah. Ugh. This is so weird. Like, why? Why would you do a lifestyle commercial? Money. There was Money. Like, no, I get it. It's yeah. a huge payment. But then, like, some of them change their voice so they don't sound like them. But I still hear it, and it drives me crazy. And then also on cartoons, if I'm watching a cartoon, and I'm, like, in the kitchen cooking, and, like, there's a child in the other room, like, tuned in to some weird, annoying, I'll, like, oh, God, this one's really annoying. And I'm like, I can't believe so-and-so's in this weird, annoying one. Like, I can't believe there's the theirs is the voice that's cutting through, and I then can hear can it. Oh, sure. But then and if you're watching as the as cartoon, down, you can't figure out who it is because you're seeing the cartoon. Right. But the moment I turn away, I can hear it. And then if I came to watch the cartoon, I'm now so distracted, and I'm picturing that person in a sound right. booth saying the words like uh-huh. really silly with a crazy face. It's like so distracting for me. Now, yes. Can you picture him being yeah. silly in a booth? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the, uh, that was We're what was great it. about home movies and Bob's Burgers still does it too, but it's a, a bigger um, challenge on Bob's Burgers because they're a primetime cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't goof around too much. But the, the Laura and the producer will let the comics go on like oh. at living about a thing and maybe discovering a oh. new line. But he'll let it go for on for like five minutes sometimes just to find one new line in the one thing. One little snippet. Uh, and that's often the funniest thing. Home Movies did a thing called uh, retroscripting, which they had to call it that after a while because the network always wanted a script. Mm-hmm. And yet we would do the script and then we would do the whole thing again without the script. Oh, my god! It's in front of us, but we're still ad-libbing the whole thing. 
So you have to so like send would, that back in. They for would rewrite the whole script with the funnier lines that the comics were throwing. I in. like yeah, that. It's pretty great. Love that kind of thing. Like fly on the wall and just watch the riffing of stuff because I find that all so funny mm-hmm. and fascinating. Plus the uh, star in the Voices Forces of Evil thing I record by myself. Whereas Bob's Burgers, everybody's in the studio either oh. either here or in New York, so you hear oh, everybody cool. at the same time. Oh, so which, which allows for improv. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, and you guys cool. can like feed off bit, yeah. each other. So you're not just laying your wordage over, and they're like, no, 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 more high pitch. No, no, no. This time you're scared. Like yeah. you're like right. everybody's doing the whole thing is run through. Like, that's kind of cool. It's pretty great. That's fun. I feel like that would be a lot read. more. I'm I'm just picturing editing at Same. this point of like <laughs> you don't have to layer everything in and time it all out and hope the reactions are suiting. Less re-recording. All right. Well, we have actual questions. This yes. was just us <laughs> giving an intro like on it. you and just Chad just shooting it first. First of all, I want to know where you grew up. I uh, grew up in Queens, oh. Astoria, Queens, New York. That's why you're so tough. Um. And like then, uh, tough oh yeah, thing. tough. Yeah. And um, at eight, I moved to Long Island. Pretty much grew there, grew up there. I just pictured you a rugged child moving out on your own. At age eight, yeah, got to go to the with island. A stick with a bag. Yeah. yeah, totally a bindle. Yeah. When did you move to L.A.? Um, I lived in cities for like seven years and moved. I mean, Boston is where I started comedy, doing comedy and stuff, and that was like the eighties, and that was like great. Oh, just a great time. Yeah. When was I look back like- on it, it was so much fun. Um, I was at such an advantage because of all the comics that were starting up with me and very supportive, very friendly. And we had a weird club there. And then I moved from Boston. And um, what I do? I went to New York for a year. I was in a comedy team. And then we kind of broke up. He, we flipped the coin and he got married and I kept doing comedy. Um, <laughs> Who won though? Ha ha. <laughs> Good point. Him. Um, <laughs> so I went to New York for a year because I had passed all the clubs there. And uh, that wasn't working out. So then I moved to San Francisco. And I think I went to do the festival there. And just liked it a lot and stayed there. Uh, nice. And I stayed there for like seven years and then moved here. And I've been here for uh, longer than I think, probably twenty over 20 years. Well, the, they can't get years. rid of you now. No. They can't get rid of me. No. Well, my, I have too many jobs here, so if yeah. I move away, I lose money. <laughs> Good luck. They'd have to cancel a lot of cartoons. You have to make a lot of money to live here, right? yeah. I feel like. Oh, yeah. You have to yeah. have a lot of jobs to live here. Everybody I know that it's lives busy, here busy. has a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is correct. I can't. You can't just do stand-up. No. Well, I can't just do stand-up. <laughs> you can't just even just do waitressing. Yeah. Like right. Oh, yeah. Everybody has to have like 30 jobs. That's yeah. crazy. And or I'm shackled, like a I'm shackled sugar mama. to LA right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not a I terrible like it. place no, to I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's beautiful out right now. I just Especially keep getting right lost now. in this view. I think I love Los Angeles We have a beautiful view. Uh, did you perform in school as a youth? Did you do like band or drama or talent shows or anything like that? Were you into um, the... Yes to all. Yes Ooh. to all. Um, I was in the band. And, I can uh, see that because you're very musical. Were you a horn section? I was a percussionist. Ooh. Oh, so I played drums, yeah. but I was one of the few people that knew the instruments in the percussion area that you could tune and stuff. So I played timpani, and I would play. They had glockenspiels in those <gasps> days, and I think the glockenspiels like faded out a few years before I was in high school in terms of marching. Yeah, because they used to they would have like twenty girls playing glockenspiels. Yeah, on the, on aren't the, they on massive with like gloves? No, no, they're they're, they're <laughs> only about this big. Ones? They look like oh. a lyre. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. And they have metal bars on them that are all tuned to a note. So they weren't using them. I, I stole one of them when I left. Um, <laughs> and I still have it. That's awesome. Um, one of the guys I, I played drum with, drums with in high school plays piano for the Tomorrow Show. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so I haven't, yeah. He kept with the music bit. He stayed yeah. in the band. So yeah, music, yeah. 
did some plays. I was really into science, but I started doing a lot of the theater in high school. So your path could have been scientific. It started out that way. But then things got funny. And well, you actually, like, started oh, out musically because I auditioned at a music school okay. college. I, I passed. And then my friend, who was a keyboard player, who was phenomenal, he didn't pass because I guess they get tons of keyboard players oh. auditioning yeah. not, as not met many percussionists. In the 80s and, and 90s, I went to the, I went to a week mm-hmm. of music classes, and I went, this is not what I want to do. Ooh, yeah. you and you have to make that decision. decision right away. Otherwise, right. you're you're doing that, you know? Yeah. So then I decided to do geology. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's really cool. Which I stayed with and have a degree in that. You have a degree in geology. Yes, I do. A BA, which is worthless. To be a Bachelor of Arts in geology. That's so- He's a comedic geologist. That's so cool. Did you like school or did you say oh, yeah. like I just need it's I I liked school not for the learning process technically. I've gone to school multiple times, but the social like networking aspect of meeting all the weirdos that are into the same weird stuff uh-huh. as you and uh-huh. finding like people that are equally passionate and you're like, oh, well, these are my people. This yeah. is like where oh, I belong. Yeah. And I think that's when you, yeah. it's not necessarily the learning of the material to me that made me go, this is where right. I belong, but it's the people in the industry where I was like, I want to team up with all these people forever. I just liked all the weird brains. I, I took all the science classes I could in one lump and I saved all the math math to the end but I didn't make it to the end so none of the math <laughs> none of it happened I got to soak in all the science it's fine you would have learned it they changed it's it totally all anyway fine. well and it's then I filled now. all my other free periods with pottery so I took pottery like for multiple periods during the day so it was all science and clay so uh-huh. that's that's all I cared it was like a hobby college I don't know what I was doing hobby it was college. Great. I know a lot about trees and I can make a sweet slab clay vase I'm really wow. good at that. <laughs> in wow. the forest I'll be a forest potter the things be we great. collect I know. That is the things I collect is trees and pottery. If you were able to wake up tomorrow in the body of someone else for 24 hours, would you do it? And who would you pick? For 24 hours? Yep, just one day. And you go to bed after the 24th hour and you wake up back to yourself. So your brain, someone else's body, basically Mm -hmm. the switching of... Mm -hmm. um, Like a Freaky Friday situation on any day of the week. No, it's too difficult a question. Mm. I don't know. I can't. Nobody comes to mind. That's what I'm mm. saying, I guess. I have so many people. Um. <laughs> and the other caveat is they don't have to be you. So you're not yeah. forfeiting any. They're not going to mess up. They're not yeah. going to mess up yeah. your they life. They, they right. will have exactly. no memory of what you've There's done no with their body. Yeah. They, just, they won't be in the back watching you be in their would body. Would I be able right. to control their life? Yes. Yeah, you could do you anything you want. want as them for one day. Nobody would ever know that it was you. But and, but if I killed myself, would I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, that took so a turn. So if I was Trump. No. Okay. Hell oh. yes. I Wait knew it was no. going there. You saw it as a dark thing, oh. and I was like, he's taking no, control. No, I was hoping, but I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that is... I got to refine that question. Right. You think yeah. the question, the way you picture the question is that I would want right. to become somebody who I was like, like, I'm jealous of or I would really like to be. No, I just like want to be a gymnast, by. like a oh, floor Jesus. work gymnast where I could do flips. And <laughs> but you wouldn't know how to uh, hurt yourself. No, uh, I would totally know how. The body remembers. <laughs> oh, it's Jesus. muscle memory. I'm not joking. <laughs> I would I would <laughs> floor dance and that? twist and turn. Oh, my God. And then I would go back to my body and be like, yeah, I feel feel sad and old again. Oh, my gosh. My joints. Remember when I flew in the air yesterday? <laughs> oh See, so I wonder if you die, you just snap back to yourself and you become you again. You would just be a yeah. a body switching assassin at that point. That'd be pretty great. I abused your a question. Vigilante. I'm sorry. No, I like it. Yeah. That's we, perfect. You may use any of no these rules. questions for evil. It is totally fine. Heck yeah. They're set up open ended. So. Yes. And I don't if, know if it's evil. 
Well, okay. if you were in the body, <laughs> I think it's for the greater good. Yeah. But if you were in the body and you didn't die, right. your like soul didn't die, went back to its own body. Right. What's his body doing while he's away, though? Just like chilling. if someone found you and you were just like a lifeless shell, you come back to your body and you're like, this got creepy like a movie. <laughs> it's, you're in the coroner's office with the little oh, right. you wake That's, up dead. Yeah, oh, you God. wake up and you're like, whoa, oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's a question, though, that you don't want to bother explaining. That's true. To yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, you just you're anybody, you do whatever yeah. you want. Like, what? Yeah. I am fine. Yeah, that took a turn, and I, I very like much enjoy it. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It pairs well with my next question. Excellent. Not at all. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? I would say child? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, Rocky and Bullwinkle I don't Bullwinkle's know if you know that classic. cartoon. Yes. Yeah. yes, we do. I loved cartoon villains, and I loved that style of art like because it had it had an adult thing to it i yeah. mean it yeah. had like an underlying they had jokes in there that you're not supposed to get as a kid it had boris and natasha in yeah it. Mm-hmm. i liked them best it was great voice work and yeah. um it was just a great cartoon uh and really fun and then you know fractured fairy tales and there was just a whole bunch of other cartoons attached to it peabody and, i did like uh, peabody too yeah that's a good cluster of cartoons all wrapped into one right the rocky and, and the and there was the bullwinkle show which was mm-hmm. like a spinoff of that we got um, to grow up on all the like hannah barbara mm-hmm cartoons right. oh, that style our Hanna dad Barbera was a uh, so much he went to art school he was an artist lived in la and Hollywood so he boy. had a million jobs uh-huh. and he hung out with like stuntmen in hollywood and he was a colorist for hannah barbara wow. at one point and we were like that's amazing that's so cool and he said it's not cool <laughs> you you it's a you're coloring somebody else's art and over and over and if you doing. do it wrong you have to retrace everything they did and oh, color boy. it again. So he was just coloring cartoons. And we thought that was so cool growing up. And later he was just like, you know, it was a job and it helped pay the rent. Right. <laughs> I think Aspired he worked for Disney. Worked yeah, he for worked Hanna for Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera. And I think his dream was always to go work for, as a il- true illustrator for, for Disney. Disney. Hmm. But that yeah. was his dream. And then at one point he was spray painting vans in Venice. Like, yeah. Big boobied warrior chicks with wolves. Right. And uh, I remember a mermaid moon. and a white tiger on the yes. same hood of a car. And I was like, Sensual. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and he's like, 80s. I don't care. Was like, <laughs> people were paying me lots of money to do vans. Right. Classic That's what LA. You have, to do. you have to have 100 a million jobs. jobs. Yeah. It all circles back. Yeah. <laughs> we could never, well, we could live here because we have a million jobs. We, we do. We would be totally yeah. fine. <laughs> we, we work uh, too many jobs. Have you ever had a compulsive habit? Compulsive, mm-hmm. like something you just had to do. Hmm. Good or bad? That's a very good question. I'm pretty horrible at really good questions. Let's see. <laughs> a habit. Mm-hmm. Good. First habit. of all, I never had a bad habit. So, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you saying? You had several bad things. That you did. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm sorry. I guess I have a lot of things I can't share. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to censor yourself or anybody. Oh, you're fine. Uh, Bad. Doesn't have to be bad. It's like there's about ten years where I just couldn't. I couldn't stop murdering joggers. (laughs) I just want to slay. Is that bad? Is that that a habit? Is that a hobby or a habit? Is that a hobby? I I feel like a hobby. I mean, I get stabbed. Well, you know what I think it is. I think the older you get, questions like that are harder because you have too much information in your head to try to pick something. Yeah. Maybe, but that would also mean that I have a lot of them. You have a lot to choose from. But I, don't, I can't think of one. Um, maybe you were like really into string cheese. It could really be simple. Compulsive habit. Yeah. Did you bite your nails? I bite my nails. Yeah. For a while, I used to buy, every time I did a gig, I would buy pistachio nuts on the way home. That's a 
excellent. That's cool. Actually. Did it make you feel good? Were was they, it like closure were they shelled? for the evening? Well, or? you're always a little hungry, but you don't want to have a meal or something, you know? Yeah. Um, you just felt a little snack. You just want a little snack, yeah. Noshy. And they were, I love those nuts. Already? Don't use that as an edit, like for something else. I love those <laughs> nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone, Ron Lynch, loves nuts. Shell or it. in the shell? In the shell. Did you eat them while driving? That's a bad habit. <laughs> well, I know I sometimes opened the bag before I oh. got home because I wanted them immediately. That's some dexterity. Did you throw the shells out, out the, the window? window? You can because they're, they're organic. Bad. They will break down. <laughs> Boom. Um, and also, they um, if the shell is like on the street and goes to the curb, mm-hmm. it will uh, make the uh, detritus <laughs> that's in the curb area um, – much more clean. Yeah, it cleans it. It'll clean it up. It's like a walnut-based um, scrub for the streets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It scrubs the street. I feel really good when I throw, like, banana peels and apple cores and stuff. Like, I'll just, like, huck them in bushes. I'm horrified and I'm like, by you. I'm like, I'm composting. Yeah. You know, so all that said, yard. I don't think I threw that many No, like bush, like public bushes. Yeah. Still out of control. Yeah, I don't throw them in people's <laughs> yards. If I went out and found a banana peel in my yard, I'd be like, it's hilarious. It's the only thing I could think of as a bad habit. That's, it is hilarious. Pistachios eating them on the way home, uh, possibly shelling the streets. <laughs> Tell yeah, me examples of a bad habit. What are I, examples of a bad habit? I bite my fingernails down to where they bleed. Oh, okay. And then, like and then I get mad like when smoking, they stink. Yeah, I smoke I cigarettes. Yeah. It depends. I interrupt yeah. my sister. I was All waiting for you to talk again to do that. Dang. Turd. I have a bad habit of not wearing my glasses, even though I wear glasses. I will wait as long as as I can before I put them on to see better. Right, yeah. right, I'm like right, rebelling right. against vision. Yeah, right. My head it's hurts a, and I don't know why. Yeah, I enjoy headaches, I guess. I th- but I think it's the word compulsive in your question that oh, that's throws true. it because I don't think like I have to turn the light on and off three mm-hmm. times before leaving the house. It's like a well, compulsive. Well, it's not obsessive compulsive. Ha- no, and that's like, not necessarily obsessive. That's just true. compulsive. Mm. I'm a water buffalo. That's a bad habit. Mm. And I, oh. When I wash my face, the whole bathroom is just dripping with water, and I have to towel it mm. off so people don't die. Mm. I can't not do it. it I have weird good. habits at home. I'm having a hard time now that you, now that you called me on it. I see your point because <laughs> yeah. I know I have plenty of them. Yeah, but, he turned it around yeah. on us. No, I like it. That's because that's great. the trick about this podcast. Right. That it's not just about me. Right. <laughs> this it's does about happen, the three though. of us. I know. We're all in this together. It's perfectly great. You hate it. I love but it. Yeah. I never really had. A, I never really had vices. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. That you know of. Well, I mean, what he was. That I know of. Right. Really, or, that I, or that I want to. That's not what I want to talk about because <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything. <laughs> you know, he was out with a bindle at eight. He doesn't. He yes. Just already rugged and grown. Yeah. No vices. When did you? Become interested in the world of magic. Ooh, you're a pretty magical guy. Mm, well, I think always, um, only in and a lot, uh, a lot in a like a science sense too. I was fascinated with chemistry, and I had a chemistry set at home as a kid. You know, and it's all ridiculous because most of it is just changing the water's color. Yeah, by adding Which reactions, chemical things. reactions. Yeah, reactions. Right. It's a stupid statement, but magic is is magical. And as a kid, you don't really know what it is or how the people are doing it or um and you you are totally innocent to it being a mechanical trick mm-hmm. to something that can be done by almost anybody who studies it you know in terms of myself doing it i don't i'm not good at it i mean i i <laughs> i could be good at it if i spent time i think and i you know i could do one card trick that's a real card trick and i could do maybe a couple of other things but um if you're asking about kind of my act 
Yeah, um, it's like it's like a parody of sleight of hand. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Well, it's it's like it's like a nod to magic, but also like it's silly and it draws you in. And you're and so as a person serious that likes about it, magic. Though. The first uh, time uh. I saw it, I was like. Oh, he's doing magic. And then I'd like zoom in, you know, get soaks. And then you'd like flip it on me. And I just end <laughs> up like cry laughing. And then you'd like come out with another. And I'm like, okay, now, now he's going to do magic. Did you see it as the, uh, as the character with the hat and the, yeah. oh, okay. The whole yeah. bit. With the, the whole weird thing, yeah. tie and you really muffed your hair up to oh, the side. Oh, the hair was like, uh-huh. oh, and you had one crazy eyebrow the whole time. It was great. <laughs> Everything about it was great. I was loving it. He, now he's touching his eyes. He's like, they're it. crazy. Uh, one of my highlights of my life was, performing at the magic castle because that's not i'm not doing any magic and they and magicians get pretty upset if you're doing <laughs> comedy magic without actually doing any magic though there were there were several that made a career out of it you know um and then it would compare me to people but that i don't think i am like their act at all no i think no. they're just like you you have a very unique thing it's but doing that, I was only I was hired by a magician, John Carney, who's like one of the best in the world about it. He was able to put together the show in the big room, and he they let me perform there with them. And the other guy was Rob Zabricki, and the three of us also played music, so we were like the opening band. <laughs> and then I wrote kind of like wrote up the script of the thing, which is the three of us were all ghosts because it was like it was in October. <laughs> it was actually about now, and oh um, it was in October, and. Um, we wore like gauze on our faces as the band. And then John made like a Photoshop. He Photoshopped like a whole slideshow of us performing like during vaudeville days. And he put my head on a ventriloquist body who I later found out was Don Knotts. Oh, gosh. Because oh. Don Knotts started out as a ventriloquist. That's yeah. Right. He traveled uh, and, and entertained the troops. Performing in that, like on Monday night, is the first night you're doing shows there and all the magicians come out Monday night because it's the lightest night and they also mm-hmm. like to see the beginning of the show happening. And um, I would do a trick and it, it wouldn't be a trick and I would just do the thing where you get a reaction to it and then everybody be laughing and I hear the laugh, the laughter would be kind of fading out. <laughs> and as the laugh faded out, I would hear a couple in the audience going, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and those were the guys going, huh, he's not doing any magic. But as as the thing went on, they had a whatever it was really fun, and it was so exciting for me. It was a brand new thing to perform yeah. there, and it was like such a big deal and almost really absurd that I got to do that. I I like the irony of it is very funny that you're there with all the magicians right? and they're like, "What's he gonna do?" Great, awesome. That's what he okay. That's insulting. <laughs> I love it so much. I did a show on Catalina as that character, and it was a. a very well-paying gig for just doing six minutes of that guy. And um, the whole audience was on the roof of the Catalina Museum. And oh. Very, very rich people. I love And that. they were um, doing a lot of bidding for things and, mm-hmm. and raising money for the museum. And it was the 100th anniversary of the island or Wrigley going there or oh. something. The knife thrower was throw, doing a knife throwing thing, throwing knives at somebody on next to a board, you know, Jack Dagger. And oh, uh, he's phenomenal. And he'd be throwing the knives, and the audience isn't really reacting that much. And he basically just said to the audience, um, so you guys uh, obviously have a much more exciting life than what you're seeing. <laughs> um, 
So I'm still off stage going, well, this is not going to go well. <laughs> Plus, they said, so do we advertise you as a comedian? And I went, no, magician. Total magician. Oh, Jesus. Total magician. <laughs> oh, so, and the great. host was, they wanted me to host first. And then they wound up asking an auctioneer to host. I was so happy he hosted. So anyway, he's like a big, robust guy going, okay, your next act. And he made up like a, he, he made up a big intro to my magician character. And all I like is somebody saying, um, oh. he, um, he just got back from Europe, traveling Europe. Um, here's, uh, the amazing Ronaldo. And that's all I really want. But he like built up this whole thing. So while he was doing that, I got ready and I just walked right in front of the stage facing everybody. This is all outside. <laughs> like a real creep. And I just like looked at them. Yeah. Just staring at the audience. And I think that did it because they knew they let me do whatever I wanted funny wise. And they oh, got man. it. They got it. I was, I was so, a little bit nervous about that show. The knife thrower had a dead audience and you had all the laughs. That's fantastic. Well, sort of. I mean, they reacted to him. What's the most dangerous or risk-taking thing you did as a child? Oh. As a child? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> this is not really related. <laughs> <Excellent>. um, <laughs> first of all, I, I went to Catholic school for two years, so that's part of that answer. Okay. Um, that's dangerous that as well. That is dangerous two for years? a young no. boy. Second grade, so three years, including kindergarten. Oh wow! And um, all boys. That's when you're the most beautiful. No, as no, well. no. Oh. Um, and walk to school. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's how old I am. So, we walked uh, to school. We did too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have those conversations yeah. of how are we? How are we, are still, we still alive? alive? Nobody was watching. <laughs> our television. Television. Nobody was watching. Yeah. And we would walk past the public school, and I would go, "Why? Well, how come I'm not going to school here?" Yeah. Because that seems so much more fun. But I was, I was still, I was kind of smart when I was a kid and I was like on a reading level that was like, uh, if I, in first grade, I was on like a fifth grade li- reading level or I'm something. I'm not surprised. And now I hate reading. I hate, I don't read at all. You burned yourself uh, out young. And I think because of that, maybe I'm going to blame that. I'm going to blame <laughs> that nun who said, you're a very it. good reader. Yes. Yeah, so you were praised for it. Right. So you were like, no. fuck you. I hate reading now. But because of that, um, and I think this happened throughout my school years, um, I was kind of, it kind of got in trouble because you're, you know, you're kind of, you're not the class clown, but you're, you, you don't want to be there for one right, thing. You're bored. Um, and, um, the nun would take people into the back closet, which oh. had like two doors. That's where you hung all your coats and everything. And it was inside, it was in, there was two doors inside to it, you know, uh, but you could stand in it. And, um, <laughs> she would take people back there and you would hear, you would hear and, ah, oh. so I know she hit people. <laughs> But she couldn't do it in the classroom, oh. I don't think. So I got in trouble once, and I had to go to the closet. Oh, God. And um, I remember going into the back and uh, standing there really kind of nervous about it. And she goes, uh, okay, I'm going to hit this table, <gasps> and I want you to either say ouch or scream. Oh, my God. And she would whack the table and go, ah! And I actually got a kick out of it. <laughs> Like I, knew, I knew what I was doing, and maybe my first acting role too. Oh, um, first voice work, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you came out, and I don't remember any of the details really. I don't remember holding myself like as if she was hitting me or something. But I remember coming back, and everybody had like a, a gaze on their face, like she wow. just hit me with a stick. So then you're in the bad kids club because only the kids who that is did correct. bad things. That is correct. I'm now in the bad kids yeah, club. Yeah, they all knew the inside scoop because right. she really wasn't beating you guys. Unless oh. she really beat other people and but she, she liked, liked you. Yeah. And had well, that's the way I saw it. set an example. I mean, that's, that's the way how I, I would think it. of yeah. it. Yeah, she's like, well, I beat the other ones. I was so they need to think that you're being beaten, right. but right. I like you. But I really so don't want to hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ron, cut the shit. That'd be great. Yeah. I'll just hit the I have no memory, though, of any details like of what she said. What did you do, though, that caused that? 
I'm sure I was goofing around or just yelling something out. I have no idea. I really have no <laughs> yeah. no memory of it. But that's the moment you remember is going into the closet and then. I think I've it. erased those years. I've erased those years. <laughs> but also, it's a it's a story that you remember from childhood, so you tell it enough where you remember it. You know. Mm-hmm. It's That's like true. you you think you remember some stories very well, but it's because you have a photograph yeah. of that event. Right. And from your perspective in the moment. Right, exactly. Yeah, I work with my best friend who has the greatest memory. And I'll uh, remember in fourth grade when we did that, like, and so-and-so was there, and she's like, no, so-and-so wasn't there. You did this. I'm like, how do you remember all these details? Right. That scares me. That, that happens a lot crazy. to me, too. Yeah. Well, and then, somebody remembers exactly what happened. Yeah. And you go, well, no, that's not like, I think so. I'm pretty sure I rewrote this a week later to suit my <laughs> memory better. So please don't correct me. Uh, well, body self-proclaimed terrible memory, too. I have so a very bad memory. It's pretty funny. So when I do remember actual details, I can recount stuff from our childhood. And like, right. do you remember the smell in the air? And there was like <sighs> one tree that hung yeah. down that dropped those shells. And like... The, the soil on the other side of the tree was red. And she'll be like, why do you remember that? There was no tree. Wasted. Yeah. Yeah. But when I'm accurate, I feel like a million bucks. Right. She like, had, yeah. But it's this like where all my memories. That's where like five senses. She remembers all the tactile things and all the details of that yeah. stuff. I don't know. It's probably truly fell out of. There's probably trauma related to that or something. Yeah. Most dangerous. Were you like daredevil? Like junior friends, like go kart or like run away from home. At eight with a bindle? Um, I think I would remember building things and stuff, and maybe they're falling apart or whatever. I don't think we ever had plans of breaking into a warehouse or, mm, or yeah. uh, riding on a bicycle that was about to fall apart. Yeah. Or, how was that dangerous? We have a saying in our household where when the kids say, I'm bored, we say, you're not bored, you're just boring. So I think it's people that are intelligent and find creative ways with their mind to stay busy. I find a lot of them don't have the like, so my friends wanted to do this. So I went along and then the building right. caught fire. Like, no, I think they like, have less broken bones too. I, I thought about the situation and I was like, those friends are stupid and I'm going to go do huh. high quality stuff where I'm going to build and tinker and discover things. And I'm, I don't know. I wasn't I a know. bored child. I also that's true. But I just called myself intelligent a really long. <laughs> but also, God, we smart. we did weird and dangerous things though too. Or we went and did like crazy bodily outdoor, wild and crazy stuff. I would love to say, for the record, that I was huh. just along for the ride. Oh, that's because cute. mom. No, you were active participant. Babysit. <laughs> For one thing, I should have reviewed my whole life before yeah. I came here. Apparently. We forgot to send you the email where you're supposed to like really relive all your past traumas we and bring just, that yeah, to the we table. Ask weird questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, it gets weirder. So yeah, now totally we're going to hop into this or that's. Yes. This is a section where we're going to ask you two things and you have to rapid fire just pick one. Yep. Bathrobe or funny pajamas? Bathrobe. Exercise or relaxing? Relaxing. Large parties or intimate gatherings? Large hmm. parties. Hmm. Ocean beach or mountain cabin? Hmm. Mountain cabin. Mm-hmm. Trapped in a room with the cast of Desperate Housewives or oh. the Jersey Shore? Jesus Christ. Um, I'll take the fifth. <laughs> he's like, neither uh, are coming to my like, party. Wait, and I can switch bodies then and get out of there? Uh-huh. Is that Not the Jersey option? Shore, so I guess the other one. Desperate Housewives <laughs> yeah. of... Right. If they're desperate, Hollywood. why don't I want to be in a room with them? <laughs> Cigar or pipe? Pipe. No, wait, what? 
Oh. Right? I think I said that because that's what I I smoked in college. But I think I prefer <laughs> a cigar right now. Cigar. I love it. What? What? No. <laughs> so. You pictured yourself with a pipe and you're like, how dare right. I? Um, sweet or savory? Sweet. All right. Well, that Excellent. leads us to our next section mm-hmm. called First Tries. We have a snack that we're going to whip out. There was a sweet version and a savory version. So you're going to get sweet. Okay. They are, we collect snacks from all over the world just to see like, what's up about huh. them? Wait, you, you traveled the world before this? Yes. Yes. Just for you. On the internet. Well, while they're getting that, I'd like to uh, say a few things. Do it. Um, I don't think I answered the questions very well. <laughs> um, you're grading I, your own performance? Yeah. Oh. I don't think they were actually close to the answers that you were looking for we weren't looking for anything oh, okay that's we're the looking best part. for your answer yeah i'm sure i did things dangerous things when i was a kid but i have i have no, <laughs> you blocked them out because they were trying to text us later and be like i thought of something <laughs> <laughs> i was dangerous he's gonna send us an audio file and be like i'm gonna need you to plug yes. this in i rsvp to a wedding and i chose seafood and i don't even know the people very well so <laughs> i don't know i don't know the quality of the seafood so that was risky wedding. and dangerous mm-hmm. all right so first try snack we have a lush cookie. Delightful. They are cocoa cream cookies, and they just say mosaic. Well, I'm really sorry, but I do not eat Turkish food. You don't? Um, are you allergic like to being Turkish food? Free, but you're Turkish free. I'm Turkish free. But can you eat turkey? I can. I can. I can eat Turkish taffy. Turkish taffy. But, but you've it. had that before. Yeah. So first try yeah. is something you've never had before. Well, you're eating them as well? Yeah. yeah. We, oh, okay. We're, we we're not just tricking you. We're all doing it together. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. I might we would never spring a food well, on you that we yeah, didn't we expect. Do. That's kind of fun. Filled cookies. Yes. Right? They're filled with cocoa cream. But you wouldn't know it when you're holding the cookie. No. no. They're very thin like a shortbread. Oh, thank yeah. you. So it has a, uh, it's a black and white or brown and white kind of um, pinwheel look mm-hmm. to a like cookie. A, like a press cookie all right and like what happens mold. i just eat it yeah and describe it or what does it smell oh it smells like a chocolate vanilla wafer it smells almondy almost a little bit. like a nutella Ooh. like a hazelnut almond mm, shortbread right. i love nutella okay what happens we very eat it? sweet yeah mm. it's a memory these need to be eaten with a drink a tea maybe mm-hmm. yeah they're shortbread Hmm. But we do need milk. Mm-hmm. Um, we do you have a, these in the fridge? Because you would think the filling by the picture mm-hmm. is would be more like liquidy, gooey. but it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The picture faked us out. No, well, it is. Actually, but, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to get into it. Mm. Right. There it is. Hmm. It's like an almond shortbread cookie. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's like, um, what are those ones? The fancy schmancy ones and the paper bag like not a pirouette filling not a madeleine mm. is that yeah it? so it's kind of like a madeleine it's almost like a madeleine with chocolate just in it. recently really got into madeleines i think they're delicious mm. i have a madeleine especially the chocolate mold. Dipped. yeah i am I i'm jealous mold. of your vintage madeleine my mold. mom got it for me it's pretty cool and i feel like i'm the kind of person that would just hang it up yep <laughs> i don't know what to do with it mm. and it's, where did you get these from Turkey. <laughs> from abroad they're fancy foods no, well they're good i would say you need milk i definitely yeah. think tea or milk I'd like a creamy tea or, or a cocoa coffee. or coffee yeah i cocoa. drank all my coffee really anything oh. liquid would do okay, at this coffee. point 
I hate a dry cookie, but this is really good flavor. I need a chewy, moist cookie if I'm going to really actually get down on some cookies. And it's got a bit of a crunch to it. Mm-hmm. And they're called Lush, Makes which is a good, good marketing word. Mm-hmm. They're like sexy sounding. Mm-hmm. They would go good with a Guinness. What does six Ooh. times mean? Is it six times I don't know. Six cookies thing total. in the corner? Oh, oh. oh you're Check good. You're She's good. Six cookies. <laughs> I went the, to school for marketing. The, no, and no, graphic thanks. Design. And the picture is the package with a cookie coming out of it. Yeah. Hmm. In a symbol, in a, sub, in a symbolic no. way. I'm That's sad that there's cookie. not English on the back because one of my favorite things is watching Bonnie really stumble <laughs> through the translated broken English on some of these. I love some of the foods. descriptions. Like the oh, descriptions so on the foods are so beautifully written by someone with just hope. In the world. The last one we had, they made it sound like a very adventurous snack. Like you were really going places if you were eating that. Mm-hmm. And they demanded gonna... that you would like it. These are good until November yeah. 24th, 2020. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they will not get stale. It's I fun like getting it. into the package. It's fun seeing what's up. I like it. He did the description for me. I like it. It's very fun. Well, I didn't. He I don't know. You know got it's... into it. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's beautiful. You get it. You get first try. So we made up a format. <laughs> we did. Yeah. It's great. We made you're, a commercial you're a third for third host now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You needed milk. Yeah. And in fact, I'm the face of milk right now. That's true. Uh, somehow, I did a, a commercial thing where I'm Robert Moore, which is so hilarious. <laughs> I love it. And um, did yeah. you have to drink milk? Was I drank it a little real? milk. Yeah, was I drank it real? a little milk. It was real milk. Wasn't like it was also whole milk, which solution. I never drink. So oh. it's really very creamy when you. I don't love drink. half and half, but I'm like weird about whole milk. And that's like yeah. Same well, you don't premise. drink a glass of half and know. half. I don't really Do drink you? a glass of milk. Yeah, but it's like I get down with a full, measured one cup once of- a month. I'm like. But a nice cold yeah. glass of like one percent or skim yeah. in the summer is pretty mm, good. Skim I water think I milk. Quit. No, yeah. huh? skim no. She's a two percenter. No, two percent is nothing. bad. So yeah. bad. <laughs> no, I do. I drink two percent occasionally, and it's a yeah. A I only do it in things. If I, I like yeah. a real good half and half or heavy cream in coffee or baking. Yeah. Two percent is what I use to like make mac and cheese and stuff with. Oh, well, but we yeah. don't really yeah. drink a whole. We don't lot. drink yeah. really we're, not, yeah. we're not like glass yeah. of milk girls, right? Yeah. But I've seen people just go, "I'm hungover and I'm craving something," and Barf. drink a whole glass of milk. Ooh. And I just I want to just watch them mm. because I'm fascinated. That's with disgusting. Seeing an alien. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. On occasion, I'll crave that like uh, Nestle Quick, just. Not even the syrup, but the powdery pink <laughs> strawberry milk flavor oh, yeah. from like days of yore, and I'll smell it and I'll taste it. And I'll but like, that's just nostalgia. This is what beverage. I want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, I wasn't a strawberry fan of that. Like, mm. used to drink the chocolate stuff all the time. Chocolate's good yeah. as long as you don't drink Ovaltine. Oh, I used to like Ovaltine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. So I think my mom got it a few couple of times, but I don't think yeah. it really. It was like the original stuff in a jar. Like mm-hmm. I can remember the sounds right. of oh, yeah. Ovaltine being opened up in the kitchen. And I was like. That has vitamins and stuff in it? Yeah. 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 Is that what like it was? A, like carnation. It's a little yeah. bit malted too. Thing, but it's malty. Malty. Right. It was yeah. malty. Yeah. Which is weird because I think when I was like 10 and I really liked it, I also liked wheat germ at the same time. So basically I had uh-huh. a phase where I was an 85 year old woman just trapped in a small child's body. I don't know. And what changed? I don't know. I still like both those things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just a little You're like, old I just woman. added gardening. Like, see my hat collection. You know, do you need to go canning? Come over and go canning. Let's, yeah. let's, let's 
do some old lady crafts. I'll knit you, you a doily. It makes you reliable to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell our people um, where they can find you yeah. or events? Like tonight you have a show. Like, yeah, yeah. What is your regular schedule here where people could catch you live? And where can they well, see Well, every online? Saturday at midnight is a show called Tomorrow, which has an exclamation point at the end. But you have to um, say it like you mean it. <laughs> but <laughs> Tomorrow! Tomorrow! Yeah. But that's not, Perfect. that's not, we don't do that. Um, <laughs> Welcome to tomorrow with an explanation. Most people point. call it the tomorrow show, which is easy, but yeah, yeah, we've been doing that for 15 years and, um, so awesome. It's pretty great. We're at the Lyric Hyperion now every Saturday at 11 o'clock, 11? which makes a lot of people happy though. Midnight's hard. It's 11. It's an hour difference. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's an hour difference. Why are it's you moving it from day. midnight to right? Which is we funny. Want, we just That's want insomniacs of the show. First of all, right. mm. it's also called tomorrow. It. So you're going at midnight, and then technically, yeah. when you leave, it will be tomorrow. That is correct. Yeah. But if it's at eleven, the same thing happens. Right. Yeah, it's oh, a valid that's point. true. Right, right. Yeah, and I get real punchy when I'm overtired. So like, that's so great. I giggle, you laugh more. Yeah, I giggle at all kinds that's of right. stuff. Oh, you were gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it to win it. Sorry. Well, yeah, that's that's what I do regularly. But um, I'm out and about doing other shows here and there. Sadly, I think Facebook is the easiest way to figure it out. You're pretty good on Instagram, Instagram too. Yeah, you post stuff. Oh, on Instagram, Instagram, I put up the tomorrow stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Facebook um, and Instagram, what are your And then I kept, I kept putting the posters and everything up on my page on Instagram. And then I went, you know, this is kind of obnoxious. So I opened up tomorrow with Ron Lynch on Instagram. And oh, that's smart. That's yeah. all I use for, which is not true. I eventually put it on my page too. <laughs> you got to uh, advertise all over right? the place. Yeah. Cool. Maybe you'll get like three solid follows yeah. out of it. And that's, that's our <laughs> and contribution. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and they're great. At the end of each interview... We shower our guest with uncomfortable praise mm -hmm. and tell them how wonderful we think they we are. We give you compliments. So now we have to subject you to the uncomfortable place of being showered with love and affection via compliments. Mm -hmm. True. It is It is um, uh, embarrassing, but for me, I feel like it's going to last about three minutes, so I'll... I'll <laughs> we could go for a really long Wait, time. Wait, is that a long I time? Yeah. I'm at oh, 30 good. seconds. <laughs> 46 seconds. I think you are wise and charming <laughs> and i'm trying to avoid saying funny because funny is a given Mine's because you're there. hilarious you're patient and i liked when you were being quiet and observing and calm when we were uh hanging out and watching chickens you're just kind of a very <laughs> centering person to be around just because you're just a calm yeah, stoic you have like a guy. calming orbit yeah. but then you have a bold laugh that cuts through a room oh totally and it's kind of my favorite thing like I was describing you to someone the other day. We had watched you watch other comics. Mm -hmm. Comics said they were nervous in front of you because they think you're legendary and they're not wrong. And That's right, I am. <laughs> and they said, well, Ron, Ron's watching us perform. So this is a, this is a lot. But it's they felt deal. like they nailed it when they heard from the back of the room the ha laugh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> And it was so great, but I was like, I love that laugh, but I think you are sincere. I don't Agreed. think you, I think you're funny and you're a jokester with that quiet calm, but I feel like you're not a bullshit Hollywood guy. You mm -hmm. are very sincere in what you give to people. All right. I got to go. And <laughs> I, you yes, are intelligent and handsome and you are seriously funny. 
Agreed. And when you smile, your ears go up. And it's one of my favorite things about people. <laughs> also, you give the best hugs. Really good hugs. Really good hugs. Really good hugs. Top notch hugs. Hmm. It's and a really big quality. Thank you so much quality. for hanging out I'm with so us. I'm so glad we get to go with Oh, you. wow. That's uh, crazy. It's all a lie, but that's great. No. That's <laughs> Your ears went up again. We're many things, <laughs> but we are not liars. <laughs> uh, this was so fun. Yay. It was totally fun. Yeah. I like it so much. Thank you. Love you guys. <gasps> Thank love you. you. We love you. I'm so happy. Oh, you're going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> You want announcements, you want to know what's happening, you're on Facebook, so is your mom. Your All y'all mom. can like our page and get updates. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can join the group where there's fun polls, we post trivia, we post throwbacks to childhoods of all decades and we ask mm-hmm. you guys super fun questions and you get to make some friends in there so interact. Yeah, Clubhouse can be found on Facebook just by searching you are that. And the group and the page will pop up. Absolutely. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching No, You Are That. That's the rebuttal. Don't forget that No. Yeah. And Patreon. You could support us for as little as a dollar a month. That's less than a pack of gum. Patreon.com forward slash You Are That. that. (laughs) Uh, We're going to start posting behind the scenes shit. We're going to start doing a lot more in the Patreon so you guys get your doll hair's worth. And we definitely are super excited to see the volume in that grow. So great. We appreciate you. You can support for no doll hairs. Yeah. You can have a bald doll. Write us a review on um, iTunes. Rate and review. Rate and review. Subscribe means you'll always get a heads up when there's a new episode. Just leave a really quickie review, like five stars and then like, what's your uh, star sign? Are you a Leo rising? We don't care. Just say whatever you want. I am that. Yeah. You are that. You are Leo Leo rising. Don't be nervous. It's Uncle Ron and he loves us very much. Okay. Right. And if you if you listen to this whole thing this far. Congratulations. <laughs> You've won nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost nothing but time. Yeah. I like it very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. Yay. It has been a waste of your time, really, listening <laughs> to this whole thing, if you think about it. It's better than but a morning radio too late. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.